Welcome to Furniture Industry News for Friday, December 29, 2023 from FurniturePodcast.com, where you can stay up to date on the latest news surrounding the ever-evolving furniture industry. In today's episode, we'll cover the numerous closures and bankruptcies in the furniture industry in 2023, the upcoming release of the American Society of Interior Designers 2024 Trends Outlook Report, Concora Credit's acquisition of Great American Finance's private label portfolio, Simply Homes' expansion into brick-and-mortar retail, and Hubble's sale of its residential lighting business to Kingswood Capital Management. 2023 has been a challenging year for the furniture industry, witnessing numerous closures, layoffs, and bankruptcy filings. Let's take a closer look at the key events and companies affected. In January, Rosing Furniture, an established fourth-generation retailer since 1902, announced its closure due to the retirement of owner Bob Rosing. Similarly, Pennsylvania-based furniture store Sofas Unlimited cited the retirement of its owner, coupled with no successor in the family, as reasons for its closure. Creative Metal and Wood, a long-standing furniture manufacturer based in Thomasville since 1954, abruptly closed its doors in March. Family-owned retailer N.B. Liebman, with over a century of business history, also shuttered its doors during this time. In April, office furniture supplier Miller Knoll revealed plans to close its Sheboygan, Wisconsin factory, resulting in 162 employee layoffs as part of a consolidation strategy. Additionally, Serta Simmons Bedding announced factory closures in the U.S. and Canada, citing optimization of its manufacturing footprint. North Dakota retailer Furniture for Less chose to shut down in May, coinciding with the owner's retirement after 25 years of operations. Another closure was witnessed in May when the 123-year-old Rominger's Southern Furniture launched a going-out-of-business auction due to various challenges, including mandatory closings and supply chain constraints caused by the COVID-19 pandemic. In June, Cox Manufacturing, a North Carolina-based custom upholstery manufacturer, abruptly ceased operations after a successful 90-year run. August marked the most significant closure of the year with Klausner Home Furnishings, leaving nearly 900 employees jobless due to unexpected funding refusal. August also saw upholstery manufacturer and top 100 retailer Mitchell Gold and Bob Williams file for Chapter 11 bankruptcy and close down after funding was cut off. Lewis Shanks Furniture announced in September that it would close its last two stores, partnering with planned furniture promotions for the going-out-of-business process. Gamberg's Furniture, with 94 years of family ownership in Hatboro, Pennsylvania, announced its closure in September, as the retiring owners decided to end the business. October witnessed Massachusetts-based retailer Winchenden Furniture, closing after three generations of family ownership. Closing the year, Rosenthal Contemporary Interiors, a Minnesota furniture retailer with 128 years of family-owned operations, began liquidation as the owner retired. Massachusetts-based small-scale custom upholstery manufacturer, Barclay Furniture Associates, shut down after 73 years, holding a final liquidation sale. In the realm of bankruptcy filings, Serta Simmons Betting and 13 affiliates filed for Chapter 11 protection, aiming to reduce their debt from $1.9 billion to approximately $300 million. Tuesday morning filed for its second bankruptcy and subsequently decided to close all stores. Mattress Firm's parent company, Steinhoff International, worked with the Dutch courts to avoid bankruptcy with a restructuring plan. Z Gallery, filing for Chapter 11 protection for the third time, 
started closing stores and marking down merchandise. Throughout the year, there were also layoffs in various companies. Maloof Home reduced its workforce at its Utah headquarters, while Norwegian furniture manufacturer Ikornis cut jobs in the Asia-Pacific region and Norway. Top 100 retailer RH implemented a business reorganization resulting in the elimination of approximately 440 positions. E-commerce giant Wayfair initiated a substantial restructuring plan, leading to the elimination of 1,750 jobs globally. Sleep Number, a vertical mattress retailer, announced a 10% reduction in its workforce and the closure of up to 50 stores by the end of 2024 after experiencing a drop in profit. The furniture industry faced significant challenges in 2023, marked by closures, bankruptcies, and layoffs. The American Society of Interior Designers is set to announce the release of its 2024 Trends Outlook Report, which outlines the top 11 design trends that will shape the future of design across different sectors. This comprehensive report is the result of extensive research conducted by ASID's research division and will be available on January 29th. To complement the report, a virtual press conference will be held, featuring ASID CEO Koi Vo, along with other design leaders, who will present the findings on Monday, January 29th at 2 p.m. ET. The conference will provide valuable insights into the report, offering an opportunity for direct Q&A with the research team. It will also explore how these trends can be applied in current design practices. Here's a preview of the top 11 trends covered in the report. 1. Living with and learning from Gen Z. Designers should understand the evolving empathies and concerns of Generation Z as they enter and shape consumer culture. 2. Solo living and seeking connection. With the rise in solo living, Americans are looking for ways to stay connected with loved ones and their communities. 3. Comfortable and connected living. Designers can create spaces that fulfill occupants' desires for comfort and camaraderie, incorporating pet-friendly products and areas for amusement and entertainment. 4. Health and wellness. Consumers are willing to invest in products that enhance their health and well-being. Designers should consider this self-care trend including utilizing sleep data to provide more restful environments. 5. Quiet luxury. Consumers are moving towards a more low-key and personalized approach to luxury, seeking items that have longevity and relevance, aligning with sustainable shopping practices. 6. Blurred lines in travel. Alternative accommodations are becoming more popular, blurring the boundaries between living, working, staying, and playing. As 7. A custom approach to today's workplace. Designers have an opportunity to help organizations create personalized hybrid work strategies, designing physical spaces that support employee productivity and balance collaboration with focus. 8. AI technology. Generative AI applications are being used for various purposes, including generating floor plans, occupancy and energy models, and enhancing experience-driven design. 9. Digital marketing and design. Employers, including designers, can leverage their workforce for advertising by utilizing social media platforms. 10. Extreme weather event and climate impact. With a significant number of Americans experiencing extreme weather events, there is growing support for addressing climate change and prioritizing renewable sources. Designers can contribute to these solutions. 11. Sustainability rules. Designers who assist clients in meeting sustainability targets for low-carbon workspaces will have a competitive advantage. 
Recognizing the interconnectedness of individual health, community health, and environmental stewardship is crucial. The ASID, with its belief that design impacts lives, serves as a platform for interior design professionals through programs, networks, and advocacy. It fosters cross-functional and interdisciplinary relationships among designers from various specializations, including workplace, healthcare, retail and hospitality, education, institutional and residential. ASID is committed to showcasing the value of design and its impact on the human experience, emphasizing evidence-based and human-centric design, social responsibility, well-being, and sustainability. As ASID approaches its 50th anniversary in 2025, it remains focused on expanding its influence for the future of design in all the spaces where we live, work, and heal. Concora Credit, based in Beaverton, Oregon, has recently acquired the private label portfolio and merchant relationships of Great American Finance. The deal was finalized on December 22nd, with Concora Credit estimating that the conversion of the portfolio and transition of all GAFCO merchants onto their platform will be completed within the first quarter of 2024. The terms of the agreement were not publicly disclosed. Tom Anderson, the CEO of Great American Finance, believes that this acquisition presents a fantastic opportunity for their merchant partners to benefit from Concora Credit's extensive experience and scale. Bruce Weinstein, president and CEO of Concora Credit, expressed excitement to begin the process of converting the acquired portfolio and onboarding the merchant and dealer partners. He emphasized that the company's stability and willingness to assist merchants and dealers in growing their customer base will become evident as they finalize the deal. Previously known as Genesis Financial Solutions, Concora Credit rebranded earlier this year. With a history spanning over two decades, the company was established to cater to the needs of underserved consumers with less than perfect credit. On the other hand, Great American Finance, a company with over 85 years of experience, specializes in near-prime sales financing. Simply Home, a leading e-commerce supplier of home furnishings, is expanding its presence in the retail space by venturing into brick-and-mortar stores. Recognizing the importance of a successful brick-and-mortar program, the company is focused on building a robust sales and marketing framework to support its growing network of physical retailers. As stated by Simply Homes Chief Marketing Officer Darcy McGilvery, the key elements for success include sales teams, supply chain management, marketing strategies, technology integration, streamlined processes, and efficient procedures. The company aims to create a positive and seamless experience for both retailers and customers. To enhance its support for brick-and-mortar retailers, Simply Home has strengthened its sales and marketing capabilities by adding more resources, materials, and technological solutions. A dedicated sales team of 14 members has been created to exclusively cater to the needs of brick-and-mortar retailers. This team is already engaging with influential market leaders. Additionally, the company has optimized its supply chain and materials sourcing to accommodate increased sales volumes. Furthermore, Simply Home has revamped its online product data infrastructure, improving product imagery and support. As part of its omni-channel strategy, Simply Home is working on providing a seamless shopping and sales experience across all channels, including online, mobile, and brick-and-mortar stores. 
Efforts are underway to enhance the functionality of the Simply Home website, incorporating features such as a store locator, website retail and marketplace pricing, and deeper links to retailers. The company is also planning to adjust its advertising approach to cater to both its traditional direct-to-consumer audience and offer more opportunities and referrals to brick-and-mortar retailers. As Simply Homes CEO, Joram Weinreich emphasizes the importance of each channel supporting one another rather than creating competition. The company has received positive feedback from the retail community, validating the impact of its new sales and marketing initiatives. With confidence, Simply Home looks forward to the success of its brick-and-mortar retail and omnichannel programs in 2024. Hubble, the electric products manufacturer that owns Progress Lighting, has recently announced a definitive agreement to sell its residential lighting business to Kingswood Capital Management, a private equity firm. The transaction, valued at $131 million in cash, is subject to customary closing conditions and regulatory approvals. It is anticipated to be finalized in the first quarter of 2024. The residential lighting business specializes in providing indoor and outdoor lighting solutions, projecting approximately $190 million in sales for the year 2023. Sean Vate, the vice president and general manager of Progress Lighting, expressed enthusiasm for the partnership with Kingswood Capital Management on the company's LinkedIn page. Vate emphasized the potential for growth and improvement in customer experience while maintaining a commitment to delivering on-trend products and exceptional service. This strategic move aligns with Hubble's ongoing strategy to create a focused portfolio with strong growth and margin prospects. Gerben Bakker, the chairman, president, and CEO of Hubble, highlighted the company's strategic alignment around grid modernization and electrification megatrends. Hubble intends to leverage its leading positions within the energy infrastructure to effectively serve utility and electrical customers from both sides of the meter. Kingswood Capital Management, however, has yet to provide comment on the transaction. Thanks for listening to today's episode. Stay tuned to Furniture Industry News from FurniturePodcast.com to stay informed on the latest updates in the furniture industry and make sure to subscribe for future episodes. 